Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check your calendars, folks. It is another Wednesday in the Woody for Letterman Row. Tim made the 40-year vet, Andy Backstrom. We're going to do a rapid-fire thing here with Spencer Holbrook. Uh, Letterman Row practice report. Tim, Ryan Day was asked about the Purdue um, sign-sharing apparent scandal. That's not really a scandal. And Ryan Day said uh, that they took everything through compliance, made sure that everything was done by the book, and did nothing um, of the sorts that's being accused of them um, everything was legal that they did, whatever they did do, and then he declined to comment further on that. Yeah. I thought that was very noteworthy. We were emphatic about it. We are going to be quick with this, but also we need to talk about it because now Ohio State's been dragged into the Connor Stallions mud. Again. Um, again. So Ryan Day, very emphatically, like you said, refuting reports that they did anything wrong. He said they did everything by the book and with compliance, and I want to make sure that that is crystal clear here on the practice report. You know, what's interesting about this whole scenario is what's being sort of outed uh, as the last several weeks have gone on is that teams, uh, coaches occasionally, whatever, whoever you want to assign as the agent of that, have forever talked with friends at other schools after playing a team. Yeah. Uh, uh, coaches from other schools have gone up to players after games and said, hey, you know, we want to tell you, you know, of course we wouldn't tell you before the game, but this was a big tell for you. You know, just watching video, you can pick up so many things about the way a football team plays, about the way individual players play, et cetera. That's what's being outed here. The, the bottom line that, that Michigan is trying to, well, not Michigan, but people around Michigan are trying to run this magic act where look at this hand, don't look at this hand. Nah, 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 exactly. Nah. Uh, the way, if, if, if things check out, Michigan broke a long-standing NCAA rule that says you can't do what they did, which was have either live from your own staff, yeah. and Connor Staggins was on their staff, or surrogates being paid by your, by your staff member to, a video, to go to games live and or video those, those games. End of story. Yeah. They're going to be penalized for that because everybody, number one, steals signs. A lot of people share signs. And bowl season is rife with that. Uh, that that's been going on as long as I've been covering football. You just got to expect that uh, you're, the other teams are getting help in some form or fashion down the down the line in that in that realm. But you know, to just come out and just blatantly say this equals that, you know, in these stories and stuff is just that's. Poor journalism. Well, we can put the false equivalents now to bed. Uh, it's basically like the first guy that ever showed people how hot dogs were made. You know that it's not very good, but you also... Uh, once they sure do taste good. Yeah. Once the guy puts it out there, then it's like, hey, this is happening all over college football, and then Michigan just happens to be putting extra stuff in that's not supposed to be in there. 
That's my analogy. Andy, to f actual football, I'll finally let you talk on the practice report here. I, I apologize for the delay. Uh, what'd you learn? Because we got Michigan State on Saturday night. There's a lot of talk with Ryan Day because now, again, Ohio State's been dragged into this. But at the same time, the Buckeyes have a primetime matchup against uh, Michigan State. And by the way, the other two rivals in the Big Ten East have a massive game, too. They should probably be focused on more football than they do about tattletailing on others. So what'd you learn? What'd you learn this week? What'd you learn tonight, Andy? Yeah, we got to talk to Jack Sawyer for the first time since the Wisconsin game. And he was asked about, you know, being a run-defending defensive end, how that doesn't always get talked about. Mm -hmm. And... He was talking about how, like, yeah, a lot of times people are looking at the sacks. And we've talked a lot about that on this show, various other shows. And he said that, you know, he takes pride in his run defense. I asked JT about Jack Sawyer and how he is probably underrated right now. And JT was like, yeah, I mean, I feed off of his energy every time we are on the field together, opposite of each other on that defensive line. So I thought that stood out to me. I uh, got to talk to some young defensive backs. Uh, I think you guys were over there with Malik. What did he say? Yeah, he's... Very confident, but he's a quieter guy. Quite the opposite of Jermaine Matthews Jr., who is one of the more... Uh, he's a cornerback. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a corner through and through. He's 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 got a, a mouth, and he's not afraid to use it on the field. And off the field, he's, he's really fun to talk to. Got to talk to him a little bit even after, after his interview. Uh, both of those guys are, are immensely talented. I would expect both of them to be very, very well compensated at the next level when they get to the pro level, um, because that's how talented they are. Um, Malik said that, that he learned a lot from that Youngstown State start where he didn't, he, he said it, not me, he didn't play very well, gets pulled from the game, Coach Knowles makes that decision, and then he had to learn from that and grow from that. And I thought that was really cool to, to talk to such a young guy about a growth process already, and you, you know in a couple years you're going to look back at that Youngstown State game and the lessons learned between Youngstown State and uh, Rutgers and, and remember that as like the turning point for Malik Harper. I thought I think it's already a really cool story and it's only going to get better because I'll probably keep those quotes in my phone for two years and, it, and when he's becoming an NFL draft pick kind of pull those things back out and say hey remember this so I, I it was a really cool moment to talk to Malik Harper tonight. Tim what'd you learn uh, today other than uh, the sign stuff because you know I'll let you talk about the actual football as well. Yeah. I don't really care about the sign stuff anymore I just want to know what the punishment's going to be at the end of the week. Uh, for Michigan, a stern if, talking to, or if there is going to be any, yeah, I mean, you know, the, yeah, nothing's, nothing's in stone definitely at this point. And uh, anyway, uh, Patrick Gerd, you know, covered his dad. Uh, I had to bite my lip when Jim Knowles was talking about uh, Tommy Eichenberg, um, maybe not being able to play with one arm, but he probably could. But I remember watching Andy Gerd, uh, Patrick Gerd's dad, uh, play linebacker at Ohio State when he had a bad shoulder situation. But he went out there, the way I remember it, with his arm almost ta basically taped to his side so he wouldn't do it, hurt it anymore, and played and played live linebacker in games. That's how, that's how kind of like the cupboard was bare back in those days uh, in a lot of respects for his football team in the first couple of years under John Cooper, and they got it going. But uh, he, he reminds me of his dad in so many ways, except he's, he's a little bit bigger than him. He's got a great personality. Uh, he is the right guy at the right time from a depth situation for this uh, tight end room, which played without Cade Stover last week. And uh, and uh, he's a guy that shows, man, you can walk on, be a preferred walk on somewhere and, and dreams can come true for you. But his dream is really just starting because now he's played like anybody who's just played, like Malik Hartford, he wants to play more, right? And uh, 
that stood out to me, that little conversation. Yeah, Andy's going to have a really good story about Patrick Gerd later on here in the week for LettermanRow.com. Go get that all that well, coverage. There goes that story idea. <laughs> Go get that coverage for $1 for your first month. That gets you through the Michigan game, the Big Ten Championship game, and uh, the college football playoff announcement. It almost gets you up to National Signing Day, but by the time you're done with the month, you're going to want in for the National Signing Day coverage as well, I promise. Uh, a lot of football to be played left, um, but there's also a lot of Michigan talk already as far as like what you have to do before the game. Um, these guys are very focused on Michigan State. We say it every week. They're, they're, this team has done a remarkable job of taking it one week at a time. Uh, Kyle McCord talking about the growth in his decision-making. I asked him pretty straightforward about game management instead of making the big plays. You know, Rutgers was giving him a lot of underneath things and learning to take those and being more okay with those than you were. Uh, you know, Ryan Day used the analogy of like every shot you have to, to take. I, I take a lot of it as course management too. You know, you can only play the next shot. If, if you have it from 180 out, if you have it from 120 out, you got to play that shot. Or in my and, case, the next putt or the next putt after that. Or the next putt after that or the next, and then you put the eight on the card. I've never five putted. <laughs> Six putted, I'm sorry, Tim. Uh, but I, I think that it's interesting that, that he is he is maturing and growing in this offense, Andy, and I think he's He's getting better, but there's a lot of things that he's getting better at that you don't really see when you watch the the game for the first time. You might see it if you watch it the second time. You really might see it if you watch it the third time. You're just not seeing it on the first watch. And so people are getting a little angry with Kyle, but you, there is a lot of growth there. Well, Ryan Day said it on Tuesday that Kyle McCord would have graded out as a champion had he not thrown that interception. And he won't grade out as a champion until he doesn't turn the ball over. So that's the big thing I think right now. It's always been so when that quarterback competition started, it was make the routine plays routinely and don't turn over the football. And so far, I mean, that game against Rutgers, he made the routine plays routinely. He mm -hmm. just turned the football over once. And so they don't need him to reinvent the wheel here. And I think that's the thing. Like people want to see the deep ball. People want to see the 40 points. But he was actually doing what he was asked to do against Rutgers. And it was just that one play really that sticks out. So. But I think this offense as a whole is taking the steps. I was talking to Josh Fryer. He said that, yeah, we do feel like week after week we're, we're making progress. I asked, like, how much of that is Travion Henderson coming in and giving you guys a boost? He's like, well, I don't know. I mean, we block the same the same way for everyone. It, yeah, it, exactly. might, look, it might look different, I but know, it's that, not. That's what kind of a strange – somebody asked that question. You lock, do you block harder? Excuse me. Okay, so I'm not going to make fun of that it's guy. It's not that you block harder. I said it looks different. Better. It looks cleaner. Yeah, I mean, the question comes from the place of it has been a huge jump since he came back. And well, it's yeah, like, and it looked like it looked like that with Dallin Hayden. Sometimes just fresh legs, man, change everything. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we're looking at, you know, and uh, and it's, it's really cool. As far, you know, as far as Kyle McCord, yeah, I thought Kyle McCord played a good game on Saturday. Didn't play a great game. Uh, and there were a couple of three passes. Like, it wasn't just the interception, but the, the one he threw short to Marvin Harrison Jr. down the right sideline. You know, Ryan, I can name you a couple of more. I won't get into all that. But, just, boy, if he ever just gets into it and just, you know, he's just on it from the get-go, I'm telling you this offense is going to go places. And uh, whether, whether or not it's fair to judge it, whether it's gone places against Michigan State and then maybe next week against Minnesota, that's for, someone, that's for us to say after those games are over. But we know the big test is coming at the end of the month. There's no denying that. And you want him feeling as confident as possible going into that game. Well, if you'd like a, uh, a serum for uh, struggling offense, I think Michigan State is the perfect antidote yeah, for the Yeah, that's what Nebraska thought. Well, yeah. Nebraska's offense sucks. Um, so that, I, I don't, I'm not going to compare Ohio State and Nebraska's offense. It would be like comparing apples and bananas. Uh, but Ohio State has a chance because Michigan State is going to have to choose. Do you want Travian Henderson to have 100 yards rushing because he seems to be on a pace to do that every week now? Or would you like to defend the pass really well? There's not, 
well, no. Would you like to defend the pass and let Trayvon Henderson run for 100 yards, or would you like to run, defend the run and let Marvin Harrison Jr. go over the top? It's becoming that again, and I think that's the balance Ohio State's looking for. How about Emeka Ekbuka? Yeah, well, obviously him, yeah, too. Getting back to speed, he talked about that tonight here at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. I'll have a story about Emeka on LettermanRow.com here this coming week. coming online in this offense. It's, it's starting to come along. You're starting to feel some momentum for this offense, really for the first time this year, but they will do that in the horseshoe on Saturday night. And if you would like to do that in the horseshoe on Saturday night, get nice, rowdy, and fired up beforehand, you know what I'm talking about, in the yeah. parking lot, and then go into the horseshoe on Saturday night, the best place to get tickets is the GameTime app and GameTime.co. Tim May, the 40-year vet, he uses GameTime.co for all of his concert needs, all of his ticketing needs, as does Andy Backstrom over there uh, to my left. Uh, $20 off right. your... $20 off, your, $20 off your first purchase when you use the promo code Buckeyes. And then you also can go grab your ticket on the Game Time app, go ticket shopping elsewhere, find a ticket in the same section uh, at a lower price, and then Game Time will refund you the difference 110%. So you make a little money extra without doing really anything other than kind of searching around uh, for ticket prices. Of terms, course. Terms do apply. Oh, Tim, you keep me right where I need to be. You keep me grounded, Tim. You keep my feet right, right where the they are. Man. You I keep you right in the crosshairs. You keep my feet where they need to be and where my feet and my butt needs to be is in the horseshoe on Saturday night with all of you for the gray out. The, the alternate uniforms are sweet. Game time will hook you up with tickets so you can go see those alternate uniforms in prime time. Do you think people really realize, I mean, this is the last two home games coming up. Michigan State followed by Minnesota. Tickets are available uh, for Minnesota too on that uh, on game time and the game time, game time.co and the game time app. But you, you know, this is your last two chances to see this team live in Ohio Stadium, the number one team in the country. Well, I'll take right a step now. further. I'll take it a step further. I mean, it's, this is special. We'll see what this season ends up being, you know, totally special. But this is a special time. This doesn't happen all the time, no matter where you are, even Alabama, where, you know, whatever big time uh, traditional program you want to you want to talk about. And this is a time to say I saw that two, 2023 team live and in person in the horseshoe. I'll take it a step further. It's it's one of the last two times to go see, in my opinion, and, and a lot of people are probably going to fight me in the comments, one of the five to ten best players in Ohio State football history. He's right behind me on the monitor machine. Yeah, so, always. Yeah, so Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be in the horseshoe two more times, Andy. Might want to come see him. I, I think that's that's worth mentioning. Yeah, could be the best prospect in 15 years in the NFL. So, uh, you know, we're all clearly captivated by what he does back there. And it's a treat. There too, it's a treat. So. We get extra time with him, so. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a good one on Saturday night. Also, first night game, only night game of the year. So Go crazy, folks. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan State in the Horseshoe on Saturday night, 7.30. You can catch it on NBC, but we'd rather see you in the Horseshoe uh, for that one. LettermanRow.com will be there, of course. The 40-year vet, Tim May, he doesn't miss a game. Uh, Andy Backstrom, he doesn't miss a game. Me, hey, Spencer let me, Holbert. Let's throw one more thing in there. Before. Are we done? We're absolutely Are we wrapping done. up? Yes. Uh, what is your sense of what's coming down for Michigan at the end of the week? What is your sense of it? Nothing. What is your sense of it? Slap on the wrist. What, what is a slap on the wrist? I, I, I think that Harbaugh will be suspended a few games. and well, That's won't. not a slap on the wrist. Well, he's already been suspended a few games this year for well, another reason. Yeah, but I think I think if you get suspended in this kind of realm, you might not be able to be in the in the building. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm curious because I don't know. Petiti, Tony Petiti can go any kind of way yeah. in this situation. and uh, But I hope it doesn't slide as, okay, don't do it again because – that is that is not sufficient. There, that's my take. The National Collegiate Athletic Association will not be as nice as Tony Petiti. That's all. Yeah, but I'll that's going to be down the line. Yes. Yeah. I do think that will be much more harsh punishment. Well, yeah, but who cares? This is a 
this is the season. It's happened this season. It's happened during this season. There's video proof of it. There's, there's financial proof of it. Something needs to be done this season. We'll see what happens. Get that coverage at LettermanRow.com. $1 for your first month. Ryan Day says he didn't do anything wrong. They ran everything through compliance, and that's that. So Ohio State moves on to Michigan State. Michigan moves on to more uh, interviews with NCAA investigators. We'll see you guys over at LettermanRow.com. For Andy Backstrom, for the 40-year vet Tim May, I'm Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Hit the subscribe underneath, and we'll see you over at LettermanRow.com.